What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Shooting the Breeze with Blake and Jack. Uh, got a pretty good show for you today. A lot of stuff going on. Um, to go ahead and just run you through the segments that we have today, uh, we're going to catch up on ourselves, let you guys know what's been going on with myself and Jackson. Uh, hot seat, cool throne. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Ty Johnson today. Uh, and then after Ty, we're going to go and move on to our tweet of the day. Uh, Jack, tell them what else we have. All right, we're going to have our first guest star on. Uh, JT Stevenson's coming on to talk to us a little bit about uh, – he's also going to help us out with our Mount Rushmore, but then he's going to talk to us about some AC baseball, what's going on with uh, his summer, and just about everything going on with him. And after that, Blake and I are going to talk about the Yankees-White Sox 2020 playing at the Field of Dreams uh, and that the Orioles are just not real good. <laughs> and then we have a few Instagram questions we have to answer that uh, we didn't forget about you. We're going to answer them. The questions you put in, we're going to answer them on today's episode. So we have a good one. Hope you're excited. All right. Let's go. All right, guys. I uh, hope everything's been going well for you out there, all the all you award-winning listeners. And uh, – we're going to go ahead and get started today with the Catch Up On Us segment. Uh, Jack, go ahead and let everybody know what's been going on with yourself. All right. Uh, just finished up summer baseball. Uh, kind of that awkward period where it, in the years past it was always the football, focusing on football, and this year it's kind of like focusing on starting baseball back up again. So uh, in that stage right now where I'm just kind of enjoying the rest of my summer until it's time to really start playing baseball again. Uh, finished up that. Uh, just enjoying the weather. Enjoy- my parents are gone, so you know what that means. Uh, <laughs> just having a good time. What about you, Blake? Uh, I've been at the beach, like I said. So the last episode we recorded was the first day. I got to the beach down on my aunt's in North Carolina. Um, finished up last week and Saturday we drove up to Bethany Beach in Delaware uh, so I've been there for you know I've been there since Saturday um, getting ready to take off here this upcoming Saturday this Saturday morning so I have tomorrow and then we leave uh, just been in, enjoying the beach life you know just nice and laid back and relaxed and you know doing whatever you want uh, today I went jet skiing this morning it was pretty cool um, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was a little timid at first, you know, being out on the open water like that. I was afraid I was going to, you know, fall off and not be able to get back on. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it was a blast. Uh, I think I got it up to like 62 or 63 miles an hour across the water there. So it was, it was like real fun once I figured out kind of how to work it and, you know, get used to how it rides and stuff like that. Um, it was pretty fun, like I said. You know, got up to about 60 miles an hour there. Uh, water was kind of choppy. You know, a lot of jet skis and boats out in the bay. Uh, so the water was choppy, and if you had a chop in the water, uh, you know, it kind of threw you off of it and brought you down on it. And uh, let's just say the most masculine part about me is still hurting from this morning. Uh, it was not a good morning for that area of my body. And uh, so I'm just trying to recover right now. But... Um, that's pretty much that's what's been going on with me since the last time we recorded. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, what's the weather been like for you there? Uh, not too bad. Down in North Carolina, it was super sunny. Really good week down there. Um, but today, or not today, today it's been pretty nice. But this week, uh, 
this week it's been on and off with some rain and thunderstorms and uh just kind of all over the place you know beach weather just yeah you know storms yeah. blow in and out all the time yeah um and i think that's actually going to take me into the fire fest of the week jack uh, right, if you don't mind move one to there nope. um so my fire fest of the week was that our first day here we had some family in uh, not our first day like our first full day which was sunday and outside it looked overcast you know no storm clouds or anything like that yeah. um and where we stay uh it's called sea colony it's like super nice kind of like a tennis resort but they have like pools and gyms and stuff like that a lot to do um and they have like this nice little privately owned beach out in front of their hotels and stuff like that and we stay um back in like the resort area but they have this little tram that takes you to and from the beach and well when we got on the tram the the sky got pretty dark all of a sudden and it started raining and it was a packed tram so there's like the main part and then there's like the trailer part and i sat on the edge in the trailer part and uh I was just, it just started raining, and I was okay. I mean, I was getting wet and stuff, but nothing to complain about, really. Um, and then, as soon as we got to, like, right where we were about to get dropped off, it started, like, dumping, like, like you couldn't see a hand in front of your face. It was raining that bad. And wow. so I'm, I thought we were getting off, and everybody stayed on and said, we're going back, because I thought we were just going to get out and wait in, like, they have, like, some parking garages underneath of their hotels and stuff that we were going to wait under. Yeah. Um, but so that's what I thought we were going to do, you know, wait for it to blow over. And I'm glad we didn't. Uh, so I hurried up and got back on the tram in the trailer part in the front row, right in the middle. And we rode back. But on the way back, all the rain was coming directly in and like hitting me in the face. And um, if you guys like check out our, our Instagram, um, I got some pictures of me, you know, let you guys know what my fire fest of the week is. And you can see that I'm just absolutely like drenched, like it looks like I was part of a wet t-shirt contest in Daytona Beach, man. That was <laughs> that's how much rain I got, man. So um, that's that's my fire festival week. A nice long ride on an open vehicle in the downpouring rain. Nice. Um, yeah. Mine is my fire fest is going to be that summer baseball is over. Um, it was a it was a good season. We had fun. I played on two different teams. Uh, played with a lot of good friends made made a lot of good friends and it's like once it's over you, you miss seeing them and you usually don't have any other reason to see those guys other than to play baseball with them so yeah you make a lot of friends that once that summer baseball is over you just don't really see them too much anymore so uh, yeah my fire fest is that summer baseball is over just it's always a good time it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite times to play baseball so anytime it's over it's it's a sad day Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh how'd you guys do in the state tournament? Like I said last episode I was at the beach the week of the state tournament and stuff and I heard you guys did pretty well. No, um, yeah. We, yeah, how'd that go for you? Bad. Um We okay, Funkstown ended up winning the tournament. Um we opened up with Funkstown. Um we put up five runs on them and we had five unarmed runs. Like we gave up five unarmed runs and up I wanna say we lost nine to five. Oh, um, that's that's and, rough. But we had five unarmed runs given to them. So yeah, I got anytime you. that happens, you don't really deserve to win. Uh, a bunch yeah. of mental errors is what happened to us. Yeah, we just. Um, but yeah, we we hit the ball really well. Then the next game we played. Um. Okay, 
I think, oh, Laurel. There's a team called Laurel, Maryland. And we beat them. We had to deal with the rain delay, waited it out, ended up beating them. And then uh, we ended up losing to La Plata. Eight, eight to two, I want to say. Didn't play bad, we just didn't hit the ball well and gave up costly runs. So, yeah, those were, we ended up winning a game, lost lost the other two, and that's that's how the tournament went for us. I mean, Pretty much it. no one really that's expected good. us to get a win, so yeah. it was a big win. Underdog season, baby, underdog. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's great because I think the past two years we actually, uh, I don't think we've actually made it the past two years, Yeah. if I'm right there. Uh, one year was due to some roster issues, and I can't remember what the other year was. We just didn't, didn't make it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, now that you've heard our Fire Fest of the Week, we're going to go ahead and move on to our Hot Seat Cool Throne. And, uh, Jack, go ahead and start with your Hot Seat Cool Throne. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and do mine both. Yeah. My Hot Seat and my Cool Throne, just because they're they're both kind of related. Okay. Um, they both have to do with my parents being gone. So that's my Cool Throne is my parents are gone. But my Hot Seat is all the nice things that my parents do for me that like I don't always appreciate and realize like like just doing my laundry and I mean okay my parents spoil me I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and act like they don't I'm spoiled but they also they take good care of me they always I mean I, I don't really ever have to worry about doing my own laundry or washing my baseball pants and stuff so and also going to the grocery stores, and my parents have been gone for about a week now. They still got a few more days before they come back. So, yeah, all the things like keeping the house clean, the stuff that I don't really always like, I don't always realize is like done for me. Is yeah, that's my hot seat. <laughs> Just not having my laundry done, having to do it on my own. Gotcha. And, yeah. So maybe it's good for me, but it's also gonna be my uh, hot seat for the week. Hmm. Okay. And uh, your cool throne? Oh, it was that my parents are gone. So, oh, yeah. yeah. You're right. Don't have to worry Sorry, about Sorry, I, I kind of zoomed out there. No, you're good. You're I good. Po- apologize for that. All right. So my hot seat is going to be beer. Uh, I've been, you know, at the beach and stuff lately. And just everybody, you can see, like, all the, you know, signs for, for alcohol sales and the prices of beer and stuff like that. And, um, wow, it's expensive. And... I, I mean, I don't drink it, you know, I can't, I can't walk in somewhere and, you know, waste my money on it and stuff, but I'm just saying it is, it's very expensive, it seems like, if, if you don't buy it at a liquor store, don't buy it at all, because you'll go broke, um, I think I saw, uh, well, for one, at the Cumberland Country Club, where I lifeguard at, um, I know, like, a bucket of beer, which is, like, six beers, is, like, close to 25 or 26 dollars, wow. um, so that's that's a pretty hefty price for just. I want to know what they're drinking. Uh, I think it's a lot of a lot of what I see at the floating around the pools, like Miller Lite, and the nice like nice twist off cans. Oh, um, the aluminum, the pints. Yeah. Yep. The pints. That's it. Okay. I mean, do you think that's a fair price there, Jack? Oh uh, no, no. no but um, if you're gonna drink it at the country club, then that's you gotta you're pay. You're obviously a member at the country club. Yeah. That's right. So, so doesn't really hurt you there. But on the other hand, down here at the beach and stuff like that, just to like. Um, I think I saw like happy hour. They had like five dollar drafts, which really isn't that much of a discount. I don't think. Like when I go to a restaurant, oh, I'm looking at yeah. the menu, 
it's like a draft is usually like five seventy five or six bucks. Like you're saving a dollar. Like yeah. I thought last time I checked, happy hour was supposed to be like half off or like yeah, it was happy, happy hour. hour see like you know, two dollar. Yeah. Like I've gone. Like yeah. I know different places, but like you can get like two dollar um, draft beers. So like. That's not, that it's, sounds terrible right there. Right? Yeah, so I feel uh, I feel it's bad like for... like they raise the prices on happy hours. <laughs> right. Like, I feel bad for all the people that, you know, walk into a place with some buddies, you know, and just, you know, think they're going to relax and, you know, drink a couple with, a, with the boys and stuff for a relatively fair price during happy hour. And they walk in and they just get absolutely blindsided by by the price, I'm sure, when the waitress or the waiter tells them yeah, uh, what the happy hour price is. That's whatever you say, are. like, let's just go... Pick yeah. up a case and head home. That's have right. A good time. Absolutely. Um, so my cool throne is the Oakland Raiders. Um, so for those of you who don't know me, I'm a Ravens fan. Um, that's probably who I like. That's my team is the Baltimore Ravens. But uh, my father is a huge Oakland Raiders fan. Um, loves them. He's loved them since he was a kid. So before I was a Ravens fan, um, I always just kind of associated myself with Oakland, you know, growing up as a kid and stuff. But uh, they're on Hard Knocks this year, which is a great show. If you guys don't watch it, it's really cool. Um, and I've just been seeing, like, John Gruden, like, anytime he talks, I want to run through a brick wall. So shout-out to John Gruden for getting me hype all the time. And just, like, it's a great show. Hard Knocks and the Oakland Raiders are my cool throne. Um, I really enjoy watching it and seeing, like, clips of it on Twitter and stuff like that. So that's my cool throne. Yeah, John Gruden, he's a, he's a football genius, but – I'm excited. Is that is that out now? The hard knocks. Yeah, I think is a, it all I've, the way out, or is it like coming out like it's, one episode at a time? It's one episode at a time right oh, okay. now. I'm pretty sure. I'll I think wait. there's like I two think or three. They put them on Amazon. They put them on Amazon okay. video, and I'll gotcha. wait and watch them all then. But yeah, yeah, that should be interesting. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, what do we have up next here? Uh, uh, Ty, Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, making his debut tonight. I want to say 7:30 is what I. I think that's what I saw is the Lions. I don't know who they play. Yeah. But I, I did uh, see that it's the first preseason game. Yeah, and I think during one of those, like, practice scrimmages or, or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think I saw where he, like, caught a touchdown or ran for a touchdown or something like that. Wow. Um, there in one of the, uh, you know, first practice scrimmages they had there during the training camp and stuff like that. So shout out to Shai Johnson, and I, I, the Lions did release their main running back. Um, can't think of his name off the top of my head. Yeah, no, I, I did see that too. They so now it's uh, up to two different running backs. One of them would be Theo Riddick. Yeah, yes, Theo Riddick was their go-to guy. So the Lions ate three point two million dollars in salary to pay out his contract and release him. Um, so that move. Uh, it helps Detroit. It says it helps uh, the Lions afford the signing of former Green Bay Packers defensive tackle uh, Mike Daniels, who signed for one year, and the amount that he signed for was $9.1 million. So pretty much the monetary side of that went in favor of other players. But the position side of that, it opens up a spot for Ty Johnson, and I think that's what they're trying to do is get him on the field. He's so fast, man. Like oh, yeah. I can see him being their, their – like, return guy for punt return or kick return, if not both of them. Um, so I look for him to get a lot of playing time there and kind of like as a, a slot back, maybe like, you know, second and six, second and seven, or even like maybe third and three, 
if they want to get to the edge or something like that, yeah. you know, I can yeah. see I can see him getting in there and, and the line's handing him the ball. We're going to get to find out some tonight. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's um, see who they play tonight. Uh, is it the Patriots? Yeah. Yep. August 8th, 7.30. Yep. That's it. And then uh, looks like next week they play the Texans. So, All right. There you go. Just keep so, an eye yeah, on, on the Detroit Lions. Johnson. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Anytime so, someone from Cumberland. Cumberland native, baby. Yep. That's big time. That's awesome. Okay, so uh, on to the now tweet we're of the day. now we're on to the tweet of the day. And you go ahead and head, you go first on this one. Okay, so my tweet of the day. It's a video. I posted about Barstool Sports. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but like there was a guy and he was throwing an axe, and the tweet said that guy almost had an axe in his face. And it was one, of, you know, one of those spots where everybody throws the axe and yep. stuff like that. And he throws it, and this I'm explaining the video to you here. He throws it, and the axe hit off of like the target that was probably good. What do you think, Jack? Like 20 feet away, maybe 20, 30 feet away. Yeah, it was it was every bit of 20 feet at yeah. least. Yeah. And it hit the target. Like I guess the handle must have hit the target, and the axe flew straight back at him, and he caught the axe on the handle when it flew back at him. Just absolutely nuts. That was my that's my tweet of the day right there. I was like, whoa. Um, and I probably watched it like four or five, six times in a row. I did and watch that too. It was real interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that's um, my tweet of the day. Jack, what do you have? Mine is also from Barstool Sports. Um, mine is <laughs> it says Chris Davis is trying to fight his own manager. Orioles and full dumpster fire mode. And the video <laughs> is his teammates holding him back from fighting his manager. It looks like his manager had something to say to him. Probably something yeah, like, I did say where they kind hey, of exchanged words. We're, is what we're it out said, here but. paying you, and you just are not good. Yeah, that needs to. Um, you are a has been. Uh, maybe take be a fixed. pay cut and quit being so selfish with the money. <laughs> but whatever was said to him, he did not like it. And his manager did get out of there. Yes. And that's a smart move. So I yeah so I, when I saw that and stuff like that, um, I like it kind of came up and I thought he was getting into it with his teammate and the more I read into it I found out that it was indeed his manager. Um, so like yeah that's wow that's just as bad that that it's major league sports it should never happen. <laughs> yeah like, uh, come on now. Yeah that's you look bad you got kids watching it, kids go up watching. Major League Baseball, a lot of people love the around here love the Orioles, and that just looks bad. It gives them a reason to yell at their coach, talk back to their coach. It just, just looks really bad on Major League Baseball, especially the Orioles. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. So um, now we're going to go ahead and get ready to bring on our first guest ever, uh, Mr. J.T. Stevenson. Welcome to the show. Let's get this intro going for you, buddy. We know you love a good song or two. All right. You're JT, too much. What's, what's going on, man? What's going on? What's Nothing going much. On? Just chilling. All right. Uh, well, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you on. Glad to be um, here. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just tell everybody out there just a little bit about yourself. All right. So I go to Allegheny College in Maryland. Uh, play baseball there. Uh Nothing much, just chilling basically, and uh, I don't know. That's about it, honestly. 
<laughs> That's it. Nothing special. And, uh, for all you guys out there, JT actually he he also played summer ball with us. He was our center fielder, um, so he knows what's going on. You know, when we talk about our legion and stuff like that, he's uh he's our center fielder on the team. I just want to throw that out there. His dad was our coach. Yeah, shout out yeah. shout out Scott Stevenson as well. Um, How's it going, Scott? So JT, <laughs> so JT, uh, last year you were a freshman at Allegheny College. Uh, played baseball and stuff. Uh, just tell us about your season and your first impression of the school. You know, playing collegiate baseball for the first time and under just kind of under walk the us legend, the legend of Steve Brzonic, right? Oh yeah, yes sir. All right, so I'll get in the school part first. Uh, you know, first impression, just want to stay local. Pretty good college. Just uh, it's kind of basic. Get your work done and uh, you'll be all right. Uh, it was pretty easy though. Like good grade point average and everything. I'm trying to be a teacher, so my uh, Majors education, so yeah, it went all right. But uh, for the baseball part, uh, just playing under Coach Bazarnik was definitely an opportunity. As my dad even played under him, so uh, I had a good time. We only had toward the end of the year, we only had 17 kids on the roster, so okay. like a lot of kids, you know, end up not following through, you know, grades and stuff, injuries. Yeah. But uh, as of this year, we're supposed to have a lot of kids coming. Like I'm talking 40 plus 45. So, I That's mean, we'll good. see how it is. Last year in the fall, we had about 27. And, uh, like I said, about 10 end up quitting and stuff. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it all. Uh, although I don't want summer to end because, you know, that's, <laughs> that's my personal favorite season. But, you know, I'm ready for school to start at the same time. Yeah, I hear you. Um, just going to go ahead and I'm looking at your stats this uh, from your past year and stuff. Uh, you played 38 games. Uh, that's a lot for a freshman. I mean, how how do you feel about you know the coaching staff having you know a lot of confidence coming in as a freshman, um, first time on the collegiate field and stuff like that? Uh, just having the confidence in your ability and stuff like that to get out there and play that many games for the team. Well, I definitely had to earn it as I didn't start the first couple games. You know, an older sophomore uh, started, but you know I worked hard and earned that spot in left field. I played a lot of games in left field and some in right, but. Okay. Uh, yeah, left field's my strong suit, but I also like playing center, of course. For Legion, that's where I played. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, uh, you know, I did decent. I just sometimes, like, I wouldn't say I felt like I had a lot of pressure on myself, but uh, I definitely wanted to succeed. So, uh, I don't know, I batted, okay. I batted lower in the order. Some games I let off, though. But uh, whenever our shortstop would get in trouble and stuff and would miss practice, he couldn't play. So, <laughs> I'd lead <laughs> off. Uh, I got you. But, uh, you know, it was... It's all right. Learned a lot this year, that's for sure. Okay, that's that's good to hear. Um, so uh, I'm just looking through, like I said, um, your batting average, uh, pretty good. It says here you that you were uh, – hold on, I lost it here for a second. Uh, you batted 306 in, in your conference, which is made up of, uh, of a good amount of teams. I'm just counting them right now. 17 teams yeah um so you know you're getting a lot of a lot of different uh arms thrown at you there and mm-hmm. i know um harford community college is like uh, one of the best in the nation they get a lot of like yeah uh, a lot of like d1 caliber kids that are either you know too dumb to get into the school that they were recruited for and they need uh, you know another year in the classroom or something to try to like you know get it you know get their gpa up and stuff like that um i know it's full of a lot of kids that just kind of i know you know maybe got drafted out of high school in the low rounds um and didn't want to sign they go here for a year 
they play, and then they're eligible for the draft after their freshman year. Um, so I know that's there's a lot of good teams in your conference, but it says here you hit 306 during conference play. That's yeah. that's pretty good, man. I mean, you know, you have any uh, a certain type of hitting approach you go up there with, or is you know anything you like to share about that? Yeah. All right. So uh, depending on the situation, like if there's if there was a long inning in the past, and say those guys on second and third, you know. And this pitcher's struggling. I don't like to swing the first pitch usually, but I, I am aggressive at the same time. So, like, a fun fact, I led the team in walks with 23, so I'm selective at the plate. I feel like I battle, like, I don't know. I battle in there a lot, so uh, just foul them off good. and get on base. But, uh, you know, nothing – I don't really think a lot whenever I go up there. And I know yeah, it kind of sounds dumb, but I just want to get up there and do what I know how to do. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, kid, kid of your caliber, it's, it's definitely second second nature and – uh, you know, muscle memory to just, you know, walk in the box and just trust yourself and what you've been doing your whole life. Yeah. Uh, I got something for you, JT. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm also po- looking at your stats right now. Um, not meaning to call out your failures, but like yeah, yeah, I yeah. just want to know how you look at this with looking into next season and how you want to better it. I saw that you had three stolen bases, but you were caught stealing three times so that makes you three for six on the year how do you feel about that and how do you look to how do you look to do better with this next year i just just want to know how, how you are planning on getting better at this in the near future all right so all of those calls were terrible i was safe it's like no <laughs> no uh, i don't know honestly like it has a lot to do with the jumps and like you know the catches are good like they got arms you know they can throw pitchers good Yep. So, like, something I can improve on is speed. Like, I've been running a lot, you know, doing sprints. I'm trying to get ready for this upcoming season. So, uh, you know, for me, I don't really take big leads. I just don't like getting picked off. And another thing is I've never been picked off on a base. So, knock on wood real quick. Out I don't of know. Board. I just don't feel board. comfortable getting See, a big that's lead. See, that's the stuff that the media hides from you. They don't want you to see that type of stat. I mean, we're looking here, and it's not listed anywhere. So, JT, yeah. way to get that out there, buddy. We got to – we got to get on these these reporters and journalists to get the full story out there. Yeah, so. a lot of time, a lot of people like to do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about. Um, I know Blake and I put in our own different uh, opinions on this past summer, like playing baseball together. How how do you how did you look at the season? It was a long season, right? I mean, not not a whole lot of games, but like, it was a, we almost it was like a drag majority of the time. If, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I'd like to hear. Especially with you playing for your dad, uh, I just want to know how you looked at the past. I mean, uh, summer for me, it was just a way to get better. Um, obviously, I cared about winning and everything, but I just wanted to get swings and at bats. And uh, you know, I just I struggled a little bit this summer, but you know, it's all right. At the end, I did pretty good. But yeah, for me, it was just a way to get better and uh, get ready for college. If we're being honest. Well, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. That's how – in summer baseball, it's nice to win, but it's not life or death as that high school season or college season or whatever you're coming back from. It's like almost just having a good time, playing with friends. Um, you obviously want to win, especially oh, when you're, you're playing. And, like, honestly, any time I'm on the field, regardless if it's summer ball or during the spring, like, baseball's baseball to me. I don't see a difference in summer ball and spring ball. Like, I'm – going out there with the same mentality every time. So, you know, some people yeah, that, look down on summer killer. ball, but for me it's just baseball and I'm just going to do the best I can. So it's all the same to me. 
So basically, what JT just said is he's got that killer mentality. He, yeah, yeah he's just. I guess you could say a, that. He's a, he's a dangerous man. Oh, yeah. So you know, JT's around. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. He's yeah, coming. JT, you want to go ahead and uh, give your Snapchat to the? Yeah, I'll we all our comment. Our comments are no blowing up Snapchat. right now. They want to. They say you sound good looking. So oh I can't I can't imagine what the, what they're going to do when they actually see a buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to our award uh, award winning listeners, um, Blake and I, we have to make sure that you guys enjoy our podcast. We went out and bought the finest microphones, and JT he's just he's just trying to help us out. Be that a, is a guest. Yeah. So props so to JT. So if you're wondering why there's a difference between our voices and his, that that's the only reason why is because yeah. You guys, we, we bought the finest microphones possible for you. Yeah. How much do you spend on them? Hundred hundred well, a piece, I think. I think our, our yeah, but we yeah. also had our people, you know. Yeah. The guys, yeah. The guys so. that are taking care of this podcast. Like yeah. your sponsors and everything else. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and we're open for more. So. Yeah, so absolutely. If you guys know anybody out there um, that, you know, wants to get some more advertisements out and stuff like that, hit us up. Uh, we'd love to We'd love to do that. Um. But yeah, so like like Jack said, you know, this is a we're hoping to turn this thing into a pretty serious gig, you know, for a yeah, while. We're serious about so this. we had to we had to get into it. But um, yeah, I mean, our in studio uh, our in studio guests are gonna they're gonna have a lot better quality just because they'll be sharing a mic with us. But um, if not, no worries. I mean, JT's gets the job done a hundred percent. He can hear us. You can hear him. That's all that matters at the end of the day. Yeah. So uh, here's yeah, another so. fun fact, real quick. I'm in the same studio. As where ASAP Curb uh, recorded his first <laughs> single, Net Cutting. Also known as my basement, so just putting that out. Okay. There. Wow. That's yeah, that's something Shout you love to, to hear. Yeah. Kirby Butler, everybody. ASAP Curb. He's hung it up in the studio as far as we know. But um still a lot of a lot of good songs came out of him. He's a locked so that lock that and throw it away. That's right. That's right. So anybody out there, if you have any questions about ASAP Curb, uh, go ahead and get a hold of me, Jackson, or JT for that matter. Get on YouTube, you know, search it up. I think we're um, planning on bringing him on. Right, for uh, Yeah, we are. We have, yeah. listen, we have a lot of people written down for some interviews in the future. It's just a matter of getting them. Um, me and Jackson kind of record episodes on the fly, like whenever we're free. Yeah, we're, we're so, busy guys. I mean, yeah. And so shout out to JT, you know, we got, I got a hold of him today. I said, just like maybe an hour ago, I was like, hey man, you free for an interview? He was like, yeah, for sure. And so that's so pretty much how we set on. up our, that's pretty much how we set up our interviews. <laughs> but yeah, so we are going to have Kirby on here um, in the next, coming up in the next couple of episodes. We're going to try to see if we can, if our schedules are, will match up and allow for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jack, uh, you want to do the, the guest Mount Rushmore with JT? Yeah, let's go ahead and bring okay. JT on. Uh, today's Mount Rushmore, we're going to do the Mount Rushmore of the middle school lunchbox snacks. So, like, your favorite things that you wanted to have inside that lunchbox when you were at middle school. And I'm sure this brings back some memories to everyone here. Um, oh, it, oh, I know yeah. it sure does to me. For sure. Well, I, I think I just got hungry thinking about <laughs> the middle school lunchbox. But, uh. Oh, yeah. So let me just, well, JT, we're going to go ahead and explain this to you real quick. Um, if you don't know how to do one already, uh, so what a Mount Rushmore is, you pick your four uh, your four favorite things on the topic, um, but you don't, get, you don't know if somebody else will take that. So we're going to go ahead and let you start today, but before you start, um, we go in an order, kind of like a snake draft. So if you start, it'll go you, Jackson, and then myself. And Blake and will then get two. I'll get my second one, and then it'll go back to Jackson, and then you, and then you'll pick – 
again and Jackson and so on. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, JT, you're the guest. Start us off. All right, so I was bought lunch, if we're being honest, but I, my mom did pack me sometimes, you know, every once in a while. But uh, so my number one was uh, fruit snacks. Like, you can't go wrong with those, especially the purple ones. That's my favorite kind. Can you get a little bit more specific for us? Um, yeah, do you know snacks? what like what brand of fruit snacks? So like, or? it was like the orange packet, like the Great Value ones at Walmart. Oh, okay, they that's Great a, Value, Great that's, Value. That's good, man. I I enjoy those. Yeah, dude. That's that's a good first pick. All right, am I up now? Yes. All right, my one of my my all time favorite is looking in, and there was a pizza lunchable. Anyone, you guys know the lunchables, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I loved making the pizzas. and It was just, that just brightened up my day. Sixth grade, leaving gym class and coming to the cafeteria. It was just a, a happy time for me. I'm sweating, um, sitting down in the Braddock um, cafeteria, <laughs> looking at my lunchbox and finding a pizza uh, lunchable. I, I also never packed my own lunch. Sounds really bad. I was spoiled. Yeah, my mom packed. So whenever I looked in, that was the first time I had saw my lunch. So, yeah, anytime I had a pizza uh, lunch bowl, that was a, it was a good day for me. Okay. Uh, so I want to go ahead and jump on the Lunchables bandwagon here with Jackson. Um, the, like the little like the little nacho uh, oh, tortilla man. chips, yep. like the little circular ones, you know. Uh, yep. It was that, some cheese, and I think like uh, – some kind of like maybe like a mini airhead or a little pa- a couple yeah. gummies or something whatever was in there. You Cold know? cheese never tasted so good. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, true story. Uh, but no, so that was probably that was definitely probably like my first, uh, you know, favorite like lunch snack was opening it up and seeing seeing that in there. Like I knew it was going to be a good rest of the day, and I'd always try to. I wouldn't open my lunchbox, you know, like. I, cause I also, uh, I didn't pack my own lunches in middle school. Um, shout out to Kim Beal. She took care of me like that. Um, but some days, you know, I'd look and see what I had on the bus. And if I didn't have something I was looking forward to, you know, the day would kind of drag on a little bit. And other days I'd look and see what I liked and I couldn't wait. And then there was other days where I'd just like wait and surprise myself at lunch. And on the days I wait and surprise myself and I saw that in there, oh my goodness, it was like, it just, wow. It just, I was so happy, man. Um, so my second one, uh, so back to the, back to like the chips and stuff like that, the nacho cheese Doritos, a little sandwich enhancer. Um, I like to, (laughs) when I get my sandwich and stuff like that, that was packed. Um, I take that top piece of bread off and I put a couple of those on there, put the bread back on and smash it. And that was like, that was, oh, I love that so much. Yeah. That was my second. That's like, if you put chips on your sandwich, whatever Classic. kind of chips, like, you know what's up. Oh, yeah, and no. my, my go-to bag of chips is the nacho cheese Doritos. All right. Yeah. Good, really so, good chips. No, well, I'm up, JT. Yeah, Jack's up. Right. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. pump the brakes, man. Works, bro. Pump the brakes. I just oh, no. explained You're it to you like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we're not dealing with that, man. <laughs> uh, no, up next, I got Gushers. Oh my God! A nice pack of gushers, looking in. But specifically, not the all red gushers. You know, Ooh. like when you look in mm-hmm. and it's just all red, and you're like, mother. <laughs> and then, so anytime you get some like blue gushers, green gushers, yellow, orange, like the mix. I think it's like the tropical, tropical punch, something like that. 
That that's the best kind of gushers. Yeah, that pack of gushers is amazing. And I would always have about five or six packs <laughs> every time I lunch. So. <laughs> yeah, that was a necessity. So, JT, now you're allowed to go. All right, so, Jax, you took my Gushers, Gushers one. So, the other thing that I like is uh, fruit roll-ups. So, right. <laughs> especially the ones, like, I think they all got, like, the little tattoos on them and everything. But that was, like, my favorite thing. I would, my mom would pack, like, three of them, and I'd just eat them all in, like, a second. So, that was definitely... For sure, like one of my favorite ones. Okay, JT, you get another one? Alright, so I like a fruit cup with mine too. You know, just a regular uh, cherries in it, pears and stuff, peaches. That's my favorite too. That's one of the, that's the top third one. So uh, I enjoy that too. Okay, right. well done. Uh, Jack? Um,. Uh, okay, uh, I wrote down fresh fruit, but to be more specific, like, anytime I can get, like, some strawberries or pineapple, like, those types of, like, a straw, a mix of, like, strawberry, pineapple, like, a, a, a cup of fruit, it was always nice to have that at my lunch, so that's my third. Okay. Um, my third favorite, <coughs> they, I can't, I don't know if I can say it or not. Are you guys okay with me taking pretzel M&Ms? Like, they weren't out my 6th grade year or 7th grade. I think they came out, like, towards the end of 7th grade year, like, the last week, like, that summer, and then 8th grade. So I technically had them as a snack in middle school. Are you guys okay yeah, with that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, man. yeah. Pretzel M&Ms. Looking in, seeing a nice blue bag of M&Ms. Look, oh, my goodness, they were so good. That's, and I still eat them to this day. Like, I, I roll in a store, and if I see them, I buy, like, two share size packs and eat them myself. Um, my fourth and final pick, Mike and Ike's. Uh, everybody out there that knows me, um, before any type of game, or if you just see me, if I'm watching a game, usually if I'm in public at, like, a public event, um, I usually have, like, a box of Mike and Ike's on me. Could be original, could be the sour kind, could be the, like, tropical mix that has 10 different flavors in it. Um, so, Mike and Ike's were always a favorite snack of mine during middle school. But lately, listen, I was at Cheats the other day and I was getting some. I noticed that the prices went up, like, 10 cents since, like, last month. Because wow. it was, like, it, it's, like, two It's like two for 350 now. Sounds like gas. And, and <laughs> not, not, not two for 350 Oh, yeah. No, the price has been going up, yeah. <laughs> um, but the price has been going up. It's like two for three fifty now. It used to be two for three, and I think they're a dollar eighty nine a box, and they used to be like a dollar seventy nine or like a dollar seventy two, like in that range. And now they're up to a dollar eighty nine, um, and it's fifty cents more than it used to be to get two boxes. So not too happy about that. But yeah, that's... I mean that's that's my snack. So I can deal with a little bit of little bit of increase in the pay there. All right. So that's um, all from me. Yeah, my last pick is going to be. You might call me weird, cause like, but I, it's it's celery with peanut butter. I don't. I love celery with peanut butter, and that's something I could eat about thirty of, like the celery sticks and put them with peanut butter. Uh, yeah, that was one of my favorites to have in my lunch. I don't know, but that's my last pick. All right, JT. It was Close my favorite out. things to see in my lunchbox. All right, so. My final favorite thing is uh, a nice Tide Pod. You know, you can never go wrong with those. It's like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I enjoy Slim Jims, though. That's my final pick. Uh, 
you know, I, I can never get them open though, like after the second one, because my hands and stuff, like all greasy and stuff. But mm. I definitely enjoy Slim Jims for sure. Okay. All right, JT, appreciate you, uh, you know, doing that Mount Rushmore with us there. We we enjoyed that. I'm sure our listeners yeah. out there did too. Enjoyed uh, having you, JT. Yes, sir. yes thanks for, for sure. giving me the opportunity. <laughs> it's been a blast. Uh, JT, you have a good rest of the day, and we'll catch up with you later. See ya. All right, everybody. Uh, that was JT Stevenson for you. Uh, going into a sophomore season at Allegheny College of Maryland this year. Keep an eye out for you know for him this this upcoming spring with uh, baseball season stuff like that. Um, great athlete, great buddy of ours. Yes. Also, uh, keep a lookout on your girlfriends when he's around. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He is, and for all the listeners out there, um, he is single. Uh, so if you you know don't hold back you know just jump in jump in his dms get a hold of him somehow um don't hold anything back great guy we all know we know that you all ladies out there we know you want them um so i go can get never him. get a chance because they all go to you first That's hey hey we told you, we told you to get out of here we to- get out of here that was that was not scripted that he, yeah he just ran back in the studio i don't know what happened with our security but uh, <laughs> that was uncalled for Oh my gosh. We're going to have to give Sorry, him a Sorry, ladies. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> We're going to have to find him for that or something. I mean, that's out of hand. This is, that's chaos. award winning listeners. <laughs> they should not have to deal with that. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll tighten up the security when we, t- when we have our guests leave the studio after we have them on next time. Wow. We were just trying uh, to give him some confidence. <laughs> right? So um, we're going to go ahead and move on. But, JT, he is single. Ladies, hit him up. Uh, now I think, Jackson, what we got next is uh, the Yankees and the White Sox next year. Yes, yes. Okay, it is. Um, okay, the game is scheduled for, I want to say, August 13th. Uh, let's see uh, here. 2020? Yep, August 13th. That's right. Yes, and it is. If you've ever seen Field of Dreams, it's it's in um, Dyersville, Iowa. There, there will fit eight thousand. Temp. It's an eight thousand seat temporary stadium with, with the original film like um, location. So the place they filmed it is right there. They got the cornfield. Yep. Yeah, it looks it looks really cool. I we can post something of this onto the on to the Twitter page, but uh yeah. Um yeah, it's really neat how they have this set up. And for for the listeners out there that haven't seen Field of Dreams, um it's a 1989 uh drama with Kevin Costner. Um super good, and I'll just read you the uh the synopsis of the of the movie real quick. Um here's here we go. When Iowa farmer Ray, Kevin Costner, Here's a mysterious voice one night in his cornfield saying, If you build it, he will come. He feels the need to act. Despite taunts of lunacy, Ray builds a baseball diamond on his land, supported by his wife, Annie, who is played by Amy Madigan. Afterwards, the ghost of great ball players from the past start emerging from the crops to play baseball, led by shoeless Joe Jackson. But, as Ray learns, this field of dreams is much more than about bringing former baseball greats out to play. Um, so... I mean, great movie. I highly recommend it to everybody out there. Uh, but if you haven't, if you haven't ever seen it, that's uh, that's the pretty much the summary of the movie. Um, like I said, super good. And I think it's really cool that the you know Major League Baseball is um, that's they're doing this. Um, 
I mean, they've been trying to expand the game. I know they've been playing uh, in London before. They just started that this year, I believe. Um, they started doing the Players' Weekend up in Williamsport, Pennsylvania with the Little League World Series. Yeah, um, I think it's cool that they play these different types, types of games. Yes, all good things. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much, that's, you know, like we said, next year, um, something to keep an eye on. I think it's really cool that they're doing that. Um, that said, we're going to move on to why the Orioles suck more than they usually do. Uh, Jack, go ahead and, uh, go ahead and start talking about this. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm a Yankees fan. We just sweep the Orioles. Um, the Orioles do have, they did what? They got the number one pick. Yeah, Adley, Adley Rushman signed for a record-breaking signing bonus this year. He set the record for most for the highest signing bonus for like eight point two or eight point three million dollars, I think. Um, that's just what he signed his contract for. Yeah, he's a so. stud catcher, switch hitter. Um, just yeah, that's and that's good. Okay, that's a good. It's moving forward. But then they got guys like Chris Davis, who they were paying a lot of money to have, and they just don't. I mean, they, they just don't do what they're getting paid to do. And they, I'm not going to say it's all of them because what's his name? Um, uh, who's number two? Uh, um, like, He just hit for the cycle the other night. Oh, oh, oh. Shortstop, second baseman. Is it, does Jonathan Villar? Villar. Villar. Yeah. Yep, Villar. Yeah, I, was, I didn't and know if that, I was 100%. Some of these guys like, are doing good things. It's not all of them. But as you saw, we talked earlier in the episode about um, just – Chris Davis trying to fight the manager. Like the, anytime that's happening, it, it shows that there is problems with the organization. There's problems with the coach. There's there's just a lot of problems going on. And anytime you have distractions like that, the last thing on your mind can be baseball. So um, no bueno. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's it's not good for the Orioles right now. They're just they're struggling. Yeah. Um. I mean, <laughs> I think I saw something on Twitter blow up. It was uh one of the outfielders. He like kind of. Did like a little diving, sliding catch action. Oh, I did he see attempted this. it, and he like I guess he lost it in the lights or something. Yeah, and he like down. he over ran the ball when he like dove. He dove past it, and it hit him in the head. Uh, <laughs> so like we're we're not doing too good right now. Um, I think the Yankees now hold the record for having the most home runs off of a single team in a single season, which was like fifty two. They just broke the MLB record for that, and it's against the Orioles. And the Yankees and the Orioles play four more times this season. So just to let you know what's going on with the Orioles, I mean, we are super bad. Despite that, I don't think we have the worst record in baseball. Um, I think that's held by someone in the AL Central. Um, I'm looking that up right now. Uh, I thought I saw something. Let's see here. 2019. Let's check the standings. Uh, so the Orioles are 38 and 76, and the, yep, the AL Central. The Detroit Tigers are 33 and 78. So we have five more wins than the Tigers. Right. Um, so, like I said, not the not 30th in the league. We're actually 29th, but we just get the bad publicity because our conference, like. Right now, I think we're 37 games out of first place, which is just 
Wow. Yeah, but also, like, you're dealing with the Yankees. I was going to say, you got the Yankees, the Red Sox, and yeah. this year the Tampa – I mean, the Red Sox had a, a rocky start, but they're starting yeah, to turn it did. around. And they're picking it up now. Yeah, and the Tampa Bay Rays, like, they're a small market team that never gets any publicity. They're, they're only 10 games out of first right now, and the Red Sox are 16 out of first. Um, so, I mean, yeah. like, we have a – you know, the AL East is probably the hardest division in baseball to play in. I mean, that's just no free passes whatsoever. Yeah. Um, no, I, I totally agree with you there. Yeah. But the Orioles suck. Um, that said, I'm still a diehard Orioles fan. Yep, and that's a good day Sorry, not guys. to be an Orioles fan. Um, we're going to turn it around eventually. But, yeah, so Chris Davis and manager Brandon Hyde got into it. Um, I think Brandon Hyde might have said something under his breath or said something that Chris Davis didn't like. And it was probably needed. It was probably yeah. well-deserved well, it was, when it yeah. was said. But, I mean, I don't know if that <laughs> – that might that probably wasn't the right time to say it. Maybe no, Br- no, nobody knows what. Yeah, nobody Bring knows what. In your office. Yeah, that's exactly what I was getting ready to say. Nobody knows what Hyde said. It was just kind of caught on the side of a camera, like just kind of the physical altercation part of it. But um, there's a couple reports saying that like Hyde said something that Davis didn't appreciate, and I mean, you know, Davis is he's not having a good year at the plate. Um, he started this year in that like 0 for 54 slump that dated back to last year. Um, before he got a hit and stuff, and he kind of picked it up a little bit, you know. But I mean, he's just not having a good year at all. And yeah. I, you know, I feel bad for the guy because he had a couple dominant years a few years back, and like, you know, we were excited to have him in Baltimore and give him that big contract. I don't think anybody thought twice about it, but nobody saw this coming. And I mean, you don't kick a dog when it's down. And I mean, Chris Davis, like you said, struggling at the plate this year. You know, obviously frustrated with the results that he's getting. And especially to have the manager speak down to you like that in front of everybody, um, I mean, I'd have probably been upset too. I don't, yeah. you know, you're there's there's really no need for that. Like, I don't think Chris Davis is going up to the plate trying to strike out and you know, always constantly grounding the outs and hit fly outs and stuff like that. Um, but just things aren't going his way right now. That's baseball. <laughs> But I don't know how long I can keep saying that because things haven't been going Chris Davis' way since last year. Um, but, yeah, so that's pretty much what's going on with the Orioles right now. Some more bad publicity. Uh, hopefully we'll be good in a couple of years with all these first-round draft picks we get. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, so I think we, we're in the last segment now. Am I yes, right, Jack? we got some Instagram questions. And we are, we had a few questions from about two weeks ago that we put on. Yeah, that we, we got. We should answer those too. Right? Yeah, we're going to answer those, and I think we just got one today. Yeah, we have three um, in today. Three in today. Wow. Yeah. Love to see it. So yep. we're going to go ahead and answer all of these right now. Okay. Um, as of three thirty-five on August the eighth, we're answering all the questions that we have. Uh, Jack, go ahead and start with the ones that we got a few weeks back. All right. Who's going to win the NBA Finals? Okay. Great question. Um, Jack and I are Celtics fan, but that said, we're going to try to keep this, you know, unbiased and stuff. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, I'm looking at some odds right now. The Clippers are, are the favorites to win the 2020 title after signing Kawhi and trading for Paul George. Their odds are plus 350. Um, and then after acquiring Russell Westbrook from the Thunder, the Houston Rockets moved from 12 to 1 to 8 to 1 odds, which is ranked fourth in the NBA. But, I mean, that's that's all well and good. But, I mean, you never know with injuries and maybe some trades that go on during the season, what's going on, you know. Um, so that's a, that's a really good question. But I don't know. I mean, um, I kind of like Philadelphia, honestly. I think they have a 
they have a realistic chance of, you know, at least making it. Um, I think, I mean, when they signed Al Horford, that was a, that was a big move for the organization. Um, and I mean, last year they just came up just one shot short when Kawhi hit that, hit that little, you know, baseline fade or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, I mean, they came up just one shot short. Yeah, I'm, I'm, no. I'm not even talking about the right game. Holy crap. Sorry, I was also looking yeah, at um, some we're, <laughs> um, I'm pretty tired. I'm, like, super tired right now. But that's right. no excuse. I need to get through this. No, I'm, yeah, we gotta, I apologize. Gotta yeah, um, I'm not going to complain. Um, but, you know, podcasting ain't easy. It's not as easy as what you think. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm just messing around. But I'm not even talking about the right game. i got to get my act together for all you guys out there. Uh, but, no, I actually am seriously on board with the Sixers having a good chance to win it. Um, they're going to kind of be like not really an underdog, but a team that doesn't get taken as seriously, I think, you know, to win it. But they do have a very realistic shot of making it to the championship and winning it. Yeah, especially yeah. with, like, um, their conference to make it out is not going to be as strong. So I, I like the Sixers too, but I'm I'm not saying that they're my favorites. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say, if I had to put my money on it now, and I would not be putting much money. Let's put this. <laughs> it's like I'm talking less than fifteen dollars, so around there. My money would be going on the Warriors, and my reason for this is because the Warriors win. They always win. They find ways to win. They play well together. They're gonna find a few guys that they're gonna have. As of right now, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look as... Whenever I say good, it doesn't look as what the past years have looked. But I'm going to say... I'm not a Warriors fan. I hate the Warriors. But I'll never... I'm going to go ahead and say that they're going to end up in the finals. <laughs> and they would have my... I'm going to say that they're they're going to be the ones to win it. Okay. If I had to pick now. There you go. I mean, they've had a lot of success lately. You know, yeah. making it to the to the championship and stuff yeah, that's... Um, the past couple of years. So, uh, What's our next question there, Jack? Uh, it's again, it says, um, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Super Bowl. New England Patriots, baby. Yep, and Tom I'm a Brady. Ravens fan, but... Tom Brady. Tom, he hasn't aged. He has, like, he's actually, it's yeah, insane. He's like Benjamin Button, he's gotten yeah. younger. Going into his 20th year. A lot of experience, a lot of wins under his belt, a lot of clutch performances. Um, Bill Belichick knows how to win, probably like the best coach in, in football. Um, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I like the Patriots, and I, I mean, I feel like that's kind of a no-brainer. Like, people get tired of hearing that, you know, coming out of everybody's mouth about who they think is going to win the, the Super Bowl that year. But I really do think that the Patriots are going to win this year. No, I agree. Yeah, um, well, I do always root for Tom Brady. I'm not a big Patriots fan, but I don't root against them. I don't. I don't really have an NFL team. I'm a big Alabama guy. I'm actually going to see a game in Tuscaloosa this year. Off topic, Ooh. but yeah, I'm seeing Alabama versus LSU in Tuscaloosa. Okay. Yep. Wow. November 9th. Really looking forward to it. Um, wow. Okay, so everybody. If you have like Direct TV or something, you can record 
you know, stuff on ahead of time. Uh, keep that in mind, record it, and keep a sharp eye out for co-host of Shooting the Breeze, Jackson Bauer. Um, you know, scan the stands for him. That's going to be a primetime game. Uh, yeah, a lot of coverage. A lot of coverage. I mean, it's about $300 for a nosebleed, so. Uh, okay. Well, who knows? Maybe the maybe yeah, the, maybe uh, the camera guy messes up and I yeah, let's he sneezes. I'm just up there. Yep. He sneezes and jerks the camera a little bit. You know, it's possible, man. Yeah, and I'm gonna be up there having a great time. So, but by the way, I mean, I hate to get off topic for you guys, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna also go with the the Patriots. Not because I love Tom Brady. Well, yes, because I love Tom Brady, but the guy is just a stud. He wins. <laughs> He always wins. He finds ways to wins, and especially whenever he's doubted. It feels like whenever he's doubted, he plays better. So, And this is another time they're telling him he's too old. He's about ready to hang it up. I think he's going to keep playing until he's around 50. He might have grandkids watching him. <laughs> uh, that'd be so cool. That wouldn't surprise me. Maybe, listen, he might be the LeBron James of football. I mean, LeBron's always talked about how he wants to play with his son in the NBA. Tom Brady might stick around long enough to play with his son in the NFL. Let's, let's not say. I mean, I, I don't know what athletic genes his son got. Maybe he did. I'm um, sure I'm sure Tom Brady could. I know could. they come from a good family. A lot of people yeah. criticize him for, like, kissing his son on the lips. Hey, there's nothing but wrong that's with that. a lot of people like, who don't even have a son. Yeah. A lot of people who say it don't have a son yet. So. All right. Jack, I'm not – let's let's be honest. Have you ever, Has your father, like, when you okay, were a young no, kid no. – Never. Maybe, maybe. I don't like. I'm, I was I never remember. real close with my dad. My mom, I always okay. would kiss my mom. But uh, yeah, yeah. My dad and I have never really been that close. That's kind of um, like, I don't know. As a as a very young kid, like you know, four or five, I can briefly remember a couple of, you know, like couple of real close family moments and stuff. Like maybe something bad I'm happens. I'm not saying it and, never happened. It might have yeah. happened. Yeah. I mean, it's it's happened to me a few times when I was a younger kid. It wasn't. I I know that it wasn't like an all the time occurrence, but. Um, uh, yeah, my dad's kissed me on the lips before when I was a real young kid and stuff like that. I'll admit it. But uh, anymore, like, as we've gotten older, it's like bro hugs, like, you know, love you, dad, like, like more manly stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So you shouldn't criticize a, a guy for loving his kids. Come on now. No, yeah, and especially when the guy's a fucking uh, a stud. That's as good as Tom stud. Brady. You cannot – you just don't hate him. I mean, if you obviously – People find reasons. If you're good, people hate on you. That's how it is. And for sure. Yep. For sure. Uh, I think we had another one. This is a different question. It's who gets more girls, Blake or Jack? Uh, can you just – we're going to yeah, this cancel like, the an- anonymity. Oh, my gosh. We need to get this kid into another zip code. What, what's going on? Listen. Uh, sorry, award winning listeners. We usually don't yeah. allow people to lie to you. Um, yeah, so we're <laughs> we're an honest podcast here, um, but that that question was actually sent in by Mr. J T Stevenson. Yeah, um, we, you, we keep <laughs> all of our questions anonymous, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he asked it. In just and, just due to the recent outburst that he's had following up his interview today, I think it's fair to to let everybody know who asked that one. Um, no, I'm just going to go no comment. I mean, I'm in a good relationship, uh, Jack. You know, I mean, both in our prime. You know. We could. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. This, this isn't really something I want to get into. <laughs> no, yeah. Blake's oh, in a boy. nice relationship, and uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we're having. Uh, <laughs> Let's move on to the, uh, yeah, the next question. Yeah, the next question is. Um, 
okay, someone asked in. It says, what are you guys most looking forward to about playing ball at the next level? Uh, well, for me, it's, I mean, what am I most looking forward to about playing at the next level? Um, playing at the next level, you know, like, I want to keep playing baseball for as long as I can. Um, I got the opportunity to do that, you know, playing college. So I'm just excited to, you know, actually get the chance to play at the next level. I'm looking forward to that. But I'd say probably, you know, like making memories with like, you know, guys I haven't met yet that I want to be super close to for the next four years of my life and maybe, you know, make a couple lifelong friends. Um, you know, just like traveling with those guys, playing with them. No homo. Oh, that came out wrong. <laughs> no, I know you're saying uh, You know, playing next to him, I should say. Um, stuff like that. I mean, I think this year, uh, last year, I know Mount St. Mary's went to Florida for a week for, like, their little spring training, stuff like that. They flew down to Florida for a week. Uh, this year, I've, I've talked to some guys that played last year. Um, they said that California is actually on the table. So we might be heading to Cali for a week or two um, to open up our season, which will be really cool. So that's probably what I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, that's sweet. Uh, Jack? Um, I got – oh, what I would say I'm really most looking forward to is just kind of like proving uh, – I want to say proving people wrong. I don't know. I don't think I've talked about it, but I'm blind in one of my eyes. And when I was going into fifth grade, I got shot in the eye with a BB gun. Well, the one thing that the doctors told me was that I would never play sports again. They told me I would, my eyesight would never recover, and it never, it, my eyesight in my right eye has never recovered. I'm still blind, to this day. But uh, yeah, I'm not able to see out of that eye, and they told me that my depth perception would never be able to let me play sports again. So, yeah, I'm really excited to just kind of prove, um, prove people wrong. So. That's, that's great. Yeah, just kind of do what I was told I wouldn't ever be able to do. So, yeah, yeah don't, this is, don't ever let anybody put limits on, oh, no. on you. You know, you yep. do just be you, Not man. Don't let, yeah, don't let anybody ever tell you no. If you think you can do it, you can do it. It's all in the mindset. Um, yeah. What else we so, got, Jack? Um, we got someone ask um, – I'm out. Okay, what is your biggest regret? Oh. And uh, I guess, like, if there was no, like, it was not about sports. It was, I guess it's just about, like, your biggest regret. So they're putting us on the spot here. <laughs> Man, I'm going to have to think about this. Uh, I got to be honest, sounds cliche, you know, but I, I don't really have any. I mean, that's kind of how I, I live my life, you know, I, like, I try to make the most every day, um, it's like, that sounds, like, everybody says it, but, you know, it's one thing to say, it's one thing to do it, um, and I, you know, I try to do that every day, um, but I guess, like, if I have to do one, I'd say my biggest regret was not challenging myself in, in the classroom more in high school, my freshman year, I came in with, like, as loaded of a schedule as I could get, and then my sophomore year, and um, my sophomore year, I kind of slacked off a little bit. And I'm kind of looking back, I'm kind of upset with myself now because, like, you know, I could have definitely taken on a heavier workload, but I just decided to be lazy. And if I could go back, I'd definitely take, um, I'd definitely take a lot of, like, harder classes, you know, some more APs, some more honors. Um, 
but junior year I took some a couple APs and some honors. But like, and this year my senior year I took I was took college classes through AC. But my sophomore year I took like pretty much basic classes and I took like two honors classes. Um, so I was, you know, I was capable of more and I didn't do that. So that's probably my biggest regret was not challenging myself in the classroom enough. All right, I understand that. Um, I'm going to go back to the last part with um, getting shot. <laughs> it's probably my biggest regret. I was in the wrong spot at the wrong time, hanging out with uh, kids I was not supposed to be hanging out with. I was supposed to be at daycare, did not listen, uh, did my own thing, and I paid for it. And I'm still – I'm going to live the rest of my life. My retina's destroyed. I can't fix that. I'll live the rest of my life um, with a blind eye and – that's just what it is. But I, I had started to, like, really – I was having real great – a lot of success with, like, um, with school, with sports, just everything. And then after that, it took just about everything out of me. I mean, I had to learn to play sports all over again. I had a hard time reading things because whenever you only have one eye – your retina gets strained and stuff whenever you're focusing too much on something. So reading a book isn't always the easiest thing for me now. It's just a lot of stuff that I messed up and did. There's a lot of jobs I cannot have with only having one eye. There's a lot of stuff. I can never join the military. Not I'm, I was never really wanting to join the military, but that's always something that like have your college paid for. I can never do anything like that. And it's all because I went and did something I was not supposed to be doing. I hung out with the older kids. I left daycare without asking, and I, I paid for it. My parents paid for it. Um, yeah, I, that's my biggest regret uh, throughout my life. So that's 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 it. I don't want, I don't mean to get into anything sad or anything. It's I'm not asking for sympathy or anything. I was just telling you what my biggest regret is, and that would have to be it. Okay, and uh. We are just nobody takes that the wrong way. Um, I've never really thought about joining the military either. Like, I don't really want to, but we are 100% support the troops and support the vets podcast. Um, yes, yes. God bless everybody out there and their relatives and anybody you may know that serve in the armed forces. Um, you know, thank you to to those people for doing what they do. So yes, and I have that the we can. Most respect for yes, all of them. yes, absolutely, 100%. Um, so just thank you to all the veterans out there. Uh, thank you for your service. We really appreciate it. Um, and just, you know, go around and tell a vet thank you. You know, I try to do that. Like if I see a older fellow with like a, you know, like a Vietnam or a Korea hat on or something like that, like try to do something nice for him. Like, you yes. know, hold the door for him and say thank you. Like it's it sounds like a small gesture, but like I think that I know when someone does that for me, like holds a door and stuff like that, you know, it's. It goes a long way, but especially, you know, like you can tell when you talk to these guys, maybe um, I've talked to them before. They said like just, you know, having someone say thank you to them, it makes their day. So, you know, if you see that, make sure you tell them thank you. Uh, Jack, what else? You got any more today? Yeah, there's one more. Um, if you could be any professional athlete, who would you be and why? Who? I'm going to go ahead and start by saying if I could be anyone, and this is because of the person who asked this question. Um, if I could be anyone, I would be Vince Neal. <laughs> they, uh, this person knows why. Just 
Uh, there he is, Vince Neal, baby. <laughs> but uh, no, I I would say I know it sounds. I would be Mike Trout. Ooh. The guy just makes baseball look so easy, and it's not. It's not easy. Baseball is not easy, and the guy just makes it look easy. Uh, and That's, his, his contract <laughs> would be one of the big reasons. He's got a really. Uh, he's just got a real good. You can tell he's like. He's got a great life. Like lives in LA, uh, plays for the Angels. Just makes baseball look really easy. That's, so my guy would be Mike Trout. Okay, so I was going to pick Mike Trout too, but since you know Jack took him and stuff, um, I want to go ahead and I mean I'm a pitcher, um, so if I could be like you know any professional athlete and stuff like that, um, I'd honestly have to say like Randy Johnson. Um, I'm not entirely sure of the money that he was making, but I'm sure if he played like in today, he'd, he'd get a really nice contract. But i got to go with Randy Johnson just because, you know, the nickname, the big unit, that sounds, you know, yeah. that's, wow, that's a the pretty slider, cool nickname. That's, the, he was a lefty, right? Yeah, he was a yeah. lefty. And, I mean, just he people, like, feared him when he was pitching. Like, people were oh, I worried, too. you know. Yeah. Um, just kind of like the uh, – you know, the legend of Randy Johnson, like just kind of how people like know who he is and, you know, stuff like that. And the way that he played and competed and his, how successful he was, I'd probably have to go with, with Randy Johnson. Um, I respect that. Yeah. So, Jack, I think we got one more. Um, here it is. Uh, last chance game on the line. Would you rather, A, be at the free throw line? You have to make three to win or two to tie. B, be at the plate. Down one, bases loaded, or C, have your number called in the huddle on a goal line last play of the game. Okay, um, so how many outs are that on that? Uh, on the bases loaded? Yeah, ba- down one, bases loaded, two outs, bottom of the two ninth. Two outs. Do we know who's on the mound? We do not. Okay. Um, this is. I think this where is Where are we running? Okay, what, what yard line are we on? In goal, the we're on the goal line, baby. We're like one yard out. Okay. The defense is – they put 10 guys in the box. It's just put when push comes to shove, who's going to win? It's or just, yeah, strength A, strength. Yeah, and then A is at the free throw line. Um, you're down two, so you need to make three three for Okay, easy three money. I'm free shooting throws. free throws. I'm shooting free throws. Easy money. Yep. Uh, I've always been a decent free, uh, free throw shooter. Um, I remember my junior year, whenever I wasn't playing towards the end of the game – uh, from what was said to be a defensive liability, <laughs> I was always I was right there sitting next to Coach Salas, and as soon as we got the ball or we were about to throw the ball in, my job was to go sub in and try to and we would try to get the ball into me so that I could shoot foul shots. So that was, although I may have been a defensive liability or whatever that whatever they wanted to say about me. Uh, I'd always been a decent uh, free throw shooter, so yeah, that two two free throws, pressure on the line, got to hit the two, three to win it. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead yeah. and go with that. Okay. Just because baseball is so, getting a hit. <laughs> You're I good mean, if you if get I a hit Mike three Trout, out of ten times. Yeah, if I was Mike Trout, I would say, yeah, give me those odds because that guy's just a stud. But yeah. I, if if I out of the I mean that's a that's a good situation to be in. You always want to be in that situation to where to win the game. 
Uh, but it wouldn't be my first choice is to have the bases loaded two outs. Yeah. I, if I could shoot foul shots or run the ball in. Okay. Um, so I'm also going to go ahead and say A along with Jackson. Um, just like Jack, I'm always, I've am always i been a pretty good, you know, pretty good free throw shooter um, in my, day, my high school days um, and a decent shooter anywhere on the court really, you know. Um, I'd have my occasional cold night, but for the most part, I was probably one of the go-to guys on the court um, if we needed a shot or something like that. Um, so I'm also taking the free throws just because it's me in the basket. It's entirely in your hands, which sometimes scares people, but for me, I like it. Um, you know, like, and if the baseball one was like, if you were pitching and it was the bottom of the ninth and you were up, like the away team's up, if you're on the other side of that and you're the pitcher, bottom of the ninth with the bases loaded and you got to get this guy out to win the game, I would have picked that, but that wasn't the question. Um, but basketball, I'm t- with those uh, choices, I'm taking the free throws just because with foot, like football, you have to worry about, you know, the snap being good and your line doing the right thing. And so that's not entirely up to you. Same thing with baseball. You're in the batter's box. You know, the pitchers, it's you against someone else and the other two options. But with basketball, it's just you against the rim, you against yourself, really. Um, Just, you know, calming the nerves and trusting yourself. Um, I'm taking basketball. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm taking choice A. Yeah. So, Jack's at it. Yeah, it looks like that's all we got for the day. All right, there you go. The third episode of Shooting the Breeze. Uh, Thank you for listening, and uh, stay safe out there. Love you guys. Peace.